Thanks to a couple more elite additions in the transfer portal, Mike Elko is putting together the best pass rush in the SEC. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in to Locked on Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked on Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Today, we are going to talk about why Texas A&M has the best pass rush in the SEC thanks to some portal additions. Okay. We're going to talk about these guys individually. Uh, the two additions Mike Elko made to this roster yesterday in Elijah Alston from Marshall, from the Thunder and Herd and Cassius Howell from Bowling Green. But I'm telling you this right now. When you add those two names to go with Nick Scorton from Purdue, this pass rush Texas A&M is going to have next season will be one of the best, if not the best, in the SEC. What I like about this is I feel like last year, you know, Coop was really the guy racking up all the sacks. And it feels like you were able to get some sacks kind of up the middle. And now you're going to be able to add some sacks off the edges. You know, these guys, Alston, Howell, and Scorton, are going to be able to make a quarterback's life miserable when he has to drop back in the pocket on third and long. You know, having a couple players who you can say, all right, go get the quarterback. End of story, plain and simple. Nothing else, go get the quarterback. And they can do it, makes the team a lot better. And that's what the Aggies have in these guys and in Nick Scorton. These are, I mean, we're going to run through the numbers on Elijah Alston and Cassius Howell, like I said, here in a minute when I get done talking about why I think this pass rush can be so dominant. But these guys are incredible pass rushers. If you watch the tape, if you look at the PFF grades, if you look at the numbers, the sack numbers, these guys are incredible pass rushers. It's I mean, it's natural to them. The moves they have, the different ways they are able to get to the quarterback, it is incredible knowing what Texas A&M is going to have on third down and, and nine. What can you do? I talk about it all the time. There's nothing more frustrating than when you have a football team that has, you know, it's it's third and long, third and seven, eight, nine, or longer than that, and you just can't get after the quarterback. The quarterback has the entire afternoon to drink some Diet Coke and then find his receiver down the field. That is what frustrates me. That is not going to be the case for Texas. Now, I'm not Texas A&M. 
obviously was incredible sack wise last year. There's not, I mean, you know, but I think they could be even better this year, knowing the guys that are just literally here to get after the quarterback. Um, you know, and also these guys are going to keep the quarterback inside the pocket. I mean, looking at the additions to this edge rusher room, the outside linebacker room, it, it, I, my confidence in Texas A&M's defense went from 6 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10 next year, to 10 out of 10. I am fully confident this can be an elite SEC defense. We've made the additions in the secondary. Now you've made the additions in the edge rusher, pass rusher room. And I couldn't be more excited. So we know who Nick Scorton is. We've already talked about him. He is the guy. But these two guys that we're going to talk about right now are perfect additions there with him to get after the quarterback. So we'll start with Elijah Alston, of course, from Marshall. And he had a 91 overall PFF grade. That is not a joke. That is not a typo. He had a 91 PFF grade. There is one word to describe what that means, and that is elite. That is an elite number. He was one of the best edge rushers in college football last year based on PFF grades. His numbers are incredible. When it comes to height and weight on Elijah Alston, I got him here at six foot two, 256 pounds. His pass rush grade was a 90.5, which is what I care about. You know, I mean, if these guys, if they ever need to go into coverage, can does that grade, do you want that grade to be good? Yes. If they ever, you know, are helping in the run, do you want that grade to be good? Yes, I do. But at the end of the day, like I said, these guys, I want to rush the passer. And when, and he has an incredible pass rush grade. That makes me feel better. You know, I, I, if he had a 91 overall grade and like a 77 pass rush grade, I'd be like, okay, what's what's going on here? But he has a 90.5 pass rush grade. That is how good this guy is. Um, 45 tackles last season, six sacks. He also had a pick six. And this is, you know, it feels like every day I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all every day, or it's like, hey, go watch this highlight, go watch this highlight. The pick six highlight from Alston was incredible. It was an 85-yard pick six, and he just looked so fast. You know, and there's different types of, of edge rushers. you got your, your guys who are powerful, your guys who make good moves, and your guys who are just flat out faster than the offensive tackles. And I, while Alston made some good moves to get to the quarterback on some of the sacks I saw, he is also just a really fast edge rusher. Uh, so go watch that pick six because he, when he was running back to the end zone, I was like, oh my, he is fast as can be. So go watch that. And another thing I want to add, Georgia wanted this kid. You know, when I was first doing research on him and I was looking him up, all I was seeing was Georgia uh, Twitter X slash X pages posting Elijah Alston. Look how good he is. Look at these plays. Look at these highlights. This guy's going to be here. Look at this guy. That is incredible. I mean, whenever Georgia wants a player, if you get said player, I feel really good about that player. So Elijah Alston is an absolute dog, and he is going to be a really good football player for the Aggies next season. And I, I can't I, – I still think that Nick Scorton leads the Aggies in sacks next year, but let's say Nick Scorton has nine or ten which, you know, 
you know, asking that in the SEC is a lot, but I believe he can do it. I've, I've you know, we, we all have seen the tape on him. But if you told me that Elijah Alston had five, maybe six next year, I wouldn't be surprised in the least. I mean, we're going to talk about it. If you could get like 22, 23, 24 sacks from just the outside of the offensive line, I mean, think about when you add in the interior and then the linebackers and then the corners. I mean, the sack number for Texas A&M next year could be utterly insane. And, um, you know, I assume you all are, are sitting here listening going, man, Andrew, I mean, Elijah Olsen, that's got to be it. There's no way we have another elite pass rusher on this roster. Well, if you think that, you'd be wrong because, because Cassius Howell is an incredible pass rusher that is another guy who could come in and put up an insane sack number at Texas A&M next season. We're going to talk about him and why I think he could be elite coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That is scary. I can't imagine a loved one being sick and needing some medicines and these supply chain issues keep them from getting the life-saving medications they need. Thankfully, we're going to be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinus, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. So now we get to talk about Cassius Howell. And I'm telling you right now, I, I, there will not be a drop off when it goes from. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. There will be a little bit of a drop off, in my opinion. And let me know if y'all disagree with this need to comments, but there'll be a little bit of a drop off, I think, from Nick Scorton to these two guys. But I, if you would have told me this, if you would have said Andrew Texas A and M is going to get two more pretty good pass rushers, I would have said okay, okay. Um, and 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 then if you said, well, the drop off from those from from those two from Scorton is just is just very small. I said no way. There's no way, and I think that's a reality. I, I think the world of Nick Scorton, I think he's going to come in and be an All-American, All-SEC first selection type player, Texas A&M. I think a lot of people can agree with me on that, just based on the tape on him. But looking at Austin and now Cassius Howell, who we're going to talk about, these two can also be elite performers. I wouldn't be surprised to see them on some All-SEC lists if they tally up the sack number that I expect them to have. So... Cassius Howell, the PFF grade is not as good as Alston's at 73.1, but he did put together an 89.8 pass rush grade. You know, and once again, 
that's like saying, um, you know, a boxer, right? And I'm, I'm getting ready to make a boxing analogy, and I have never done any boxing. So any boxers out there, if I'm saying something silly, you can let me know. But it's like a boxer, you know, and they don't have – their defense isn't great, but they have an absolute hammer of a, of a left-handed, right-handed punch. You know, like, hey, they might take some hits, but if they land one, it's over. And that's what I'm saying about Howell is, is all of his metrics on PFF aren't great, but his pass rush grade is incredible, and that's what he's here to do. Once again, this guy is going to be here to get after the quarterback, plain and simple. So he had 27 tackles last year for Bowling Green. He had nine and a half sacks. So think about that. That's between these two guys, 15 and a half sacks. You add that to Scorton's. That's 25 and a half sacks coming to Texas A&M off the edge. I mean, I, I, I can th- I mean, think about that. Once again, I'll, if it's it's early in the morning for anybody, if 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 y'all are having tr- trouble waking up for work, and you need some motivation, go watch the highlight tape on these three guys. Look at the numbers on ESPN to see the stats. Pull up the PFF grades, and I promise you will be in a much better mood. But Howell is incredibly fast. His speed is through the roof. Watching him get after the quarterback, he's a guy who, and like I said, Austin is fast. Austin is very, very fast. But I can confidently tell you that I think Howell is a faster player. Um, and he's six foot four, 235, so a little bit taller, a little bit um, a little bit lighter than Austin, a little bit taller. And watching him uh, the tape on him. I mean, he uses that speed. He just, he, he'll go for the up and under. He, I didn't see much spin. I saw some push pull. I saw some bull rush, but most of it that I saw, you know, when you're 235 pounds, it's not easy to bull rush an offensive lineman unless you've got, you've built up a ton of speed, kind of getting to him. He's going to win with up and under and just running around the tackle. And he's fast enough to do it. But, you know, if he puts on 10, 12 pounds of muscle, that's when he, he, we know he's a strong player. So if he puts on a little bit of muscle, I think that you could see him use push-pull more. But I wouldn't mind keeping him at that weight and just saying, hey, go get the quarterback That's because he's fast and I like it. So I don't know if I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's kind of what I'm getting at here. But I also wouldn't be upset if they put on 10 pounds of muscle on him and said, hey, Go rush the passer um, with for you to uh, add some moves to your to your bag, um, but yeah, Cassius Howell is going to be a monster. He brings elite speed to this edge rusher room and a ton of sacks and a great pass rush grade that are going to make Texas A and M's pass rush elite, elite in twenty twenty four. Now I want to talk about the other addition Texas A and M had. You know, it's funny, Mike Elko. I always say he's making my life easy. I've always got stuff to talk about because it feels like he's bringing in a million portal additions every single day. So the other addition was uh, Dorian Hinton from Florida Atlantic. I love Florida Atlantic. That is one of my – I played baseball down there a few times um, in that area. I love that area. But 62.4 PFF grade. Not the best PFF grade, but his pass block grade is 85.7, which is a really good number. One of the higher numbers in all of college football. So he played left guard. Watching him play, he's a great 
pass blocker. Like I said, the run blocking needs a little bit of work. But I, I frankly, in all honesty, I think you can scheme around that. I think that can be schemed. I think that's that's something that can be fixed with, yeah, the right scheme. I mean, I, so Dorian Hinton is a player that I don't look at the PFF grade and go, uh, you know, I, I watch the tape and it, it's clear this guy can play offensive line. I think a little technical work on the on first couple steps when it comes to the um, run blocking, and I think he can be an elite run blocker already on top of what he is as a, as a uh, stopping or a pass blocker. So I like this guy a lot. I do think he comes right in and, com- and competes. He played every game at left at left guard last season for FAU. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the deal on Hinton. He's a good football player. He's going to come in and help this football team and at, maybe add some depth, maybe start. But here's the question. And this is more the conversation I wanted to have than really Dorian Hinton himself. You know, final thoughts on him. Like I said, he's a good football player. He's an elite uh, pass blocker. Got to work on the run blocking a little bit. But he can he can be developed. He can be coached up to be a good football player in the SEC. And there's no uh, question in my mind. Six foot four, 317 pounds. But the few things I want to discuss. First of all, the offensive line room just continues to get deeper and deeper and deeper. This is the third addition to the offensive line room via the portal in Derek Graham from Troy, the six foot four, 314 pound tackle, and Armage Reed Adams, the six foot five, 325 pound guard from Kansas. We uh, discussed them yesterday. So if y'all missed that, head on back to yesterday's episode of Locked On Aggies and listen to me talk about those guys and the rest of the a million players that committed over the weekend. But this room is deep. I want to have this conversation just real quick. You know, I've seen a lot of people in the comments saying, okay, great, we're adding offensive linemen. That's great. But we need to continue adding more tackles. And and listen, I don't disagree at all. I don't disagree with you. If that's your take, I'm not going to get any arguments from this guy. I am with you on that. I think that this team does need to add some more tackles. But also, uh, the importance of depth at the offensive line. If you have 10 guys who have, uh, which it looks like the Aggies are going to have about 10 offensive linemen with experience on this roster. And if you told me, hey, we got 10 guys that have experience, 10 guys that make can compete for starting roles, playing time, that have played college football, I mean, it, it makes me feel a lot better about this offensive line. So, yes, I, I agree. Bring in a, a tackle. You brought in a couple guards. Bring in another tackle. You brought in one. Bring in another one or two. I'm with you. I think tackle is the number one priority on the offensive line. No question. But I am not upset about any addition to the offensive line room. I'm not. Whether it's center left or right guard, left or right tackle, any addition to this offensive line room, you are not going to get any whining from this guy because I know how much help this offensive line needs. And I think competition is the best thing in the whole entire world, right? Competition is great. You are bringing in a whole bunch of guys who are going to compete for starting roles on this offensive line. And... I think looking at these players, they've all played. They've all done well at their previous schools. They're experienced. They've played college football. 
And that is the type of additions you want to bring in in the offensive line room. That's what the Aggies have with a guy like a Dorian Hinton, a Derek Graham, an Armage Reed Adams. This offensive line continues to get better and better thanks to these additions. While some of them might not be tackles, I know tackles are coming. I don't think Mike Elko's done yet, ladies and gentlemen. I don't. I think that some tackles are coming. I wouldn't mind another one or two additions to the offensive line at tackle. And if you do that, this offensive line is going to be, in my opinion, incredible in 2024 because it then gives you the options. Okay, our guys weren't – the guys that were already on our roster weren't great or, um, you know, or the transfer portal players were haven't been the best. You're going to find five guys that can make this offensive line work if you have this many experienced offensive linemen on the roster. So these additions excite me because I know it adds depth to a position of need and just gives you more chances that one of these players is going to hit and be an elite transfer portal addition and make your football team better. To kind of wrap up this day here on Locked on Aggies and this kind of conversation, I want to I want to finish with one quick conversation. Heading into the portal, we discussed, you know, and I, I would say, I think if Texas A&M can make a few additions uh, elite additions in the transfer portal. This can be one of the best teams in the SEC, and this team can compete right now if they just do well on the portal. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think they've done that. We'll have that conversation coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But I got to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up. But there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets. The app is easy to use. I love the, the live game, same live, same game parlays. It's a ton of fun. I'm a, a big parlay guy. It's a ton of fun. Didn't do well last night with the national championship, but I had a ton of fun. That's what I love about this is it makes the football games more fun to watch. It makes sporting events more fun to watch. You can bet on everything. Baseball season's right around the corner. We're in the middle of basketball. There's a ton of fun to be had over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So we're going to have one more conversation before we call it a day here at Locked on Aggies on this wonderful Tuesday. And, you know, what I'm looking at is how elite this transfer portal class is. As we sit right now after the uh, uh, few more additions the other day, this transfer portal class is still number three in college football. But, I mean, all you can do – is scroll through, look at the players that are going to have an impact this season. I mean, I can go through Will Lee, impact. Uh, Cyrus Allen, the receiver, impact. Garrett Miller, the tight end, impact. Ricky Wright will have an impact. Uh, Nick Scorton, we know he's going to have an impact. Marcus Ratcliffe, impact. Donovan Saunders, impact. Uh, Jabri Barber, I'm really excited about him. He's going to have an impact. Uh, Jaden Hill, Scooby Williams, the Florida transfers, those guys are going to have an impact. Uh, Rodas Johnson, the... Defensive lineman from Wisconsin who's played all over, versatile defensive lineman, can play anywhere. Impact. B.J. Mays, a guy who I think can have an impact. And then your offensive lineman, Armage Reed Adams, Derek Graham, and 
Dorian Hinton, all these guys are going to have an impact. EJ Smith, the running back, um, son of Emmett Smith. We know that he can catch passes out of the backfield. He can run the football. He makes his football team better. You're going to see him utilized well in this offense. And then the two pass rushers we just discussed, Cassius Howell and Elijah Alston, they all make this team better. And I wouldn't be surprised to see every one of those names that I just listed on the field this season. That's what I'm saying. You want to talk about how do we make a team better? How do we flip a team? How do we get this roster to where we need it to be? Well, bring in a ton of players that can help your football team right now, that can help you win right now via the portal. And that's what Mike Elko has done. I believe that Texas A&M can compete next year based on the schedule. We know how manageable the schedule is. We've had that conversation a ton here at Locked On Aggies. This is a manageable schedule. All of your difficult games are at Kyle Field. That is what I'm saying. You can compete right now with with all of these veteran additions via the portal experienced players coming into your roster that have played at the power five level, the not power five level, the uh, big schools, small schools, all of these different players can come in and help your football team right now. You bring in offensive line help, secondary help, uh, pass rushing, you uh, receivers, everything that we discussed, you know, a month, a month, month and a half ago saying, what do we need in the portal? What positions do we need? What players do we need? Mike Elko, has done an incredible job of filling up those positions, which is going to make Texas A&M a really good football team right now, which is what's going to be so exciting. Thanks to the portal, you don't have to wait forever to turn over a roster and make your football team better. This team can compete right now, and I cannot wait to see what this product looks like on the field next season. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. To all you everydayers, thanks so much for being here. To those new listeners, appreciate you being here a ton as well. Hit that uh, subscribe button. Hit the like button. It helps a ton if y'all have not already done that. Have a great rest of your day today, and we will see y'all tomorrow.